Hello everyone and welcome back to Cape Opinion. I'm Millie. And I'm Belle. And welcome to the first Cape Opinion's End of Year Awards. We'll talk about our favorite songs, groups, debuts, surprises of the year and discuss some songs that are special to us. And at the end of the episode we'll discuss our wishes and predictions for K-pop in 2023. So each of us chose our favorite 200 songs of the year and then we're gonna divide the episode into four sections. First we'll give a few stats about our playlists, then we'll go into our award ceremony and then we have a longer section where we're gonna be discussing some of the songs that we really love or that we're really confused about for the other person. And finally, as you said, we're gonna discuss a few of our wishes and predictions for the the next year yes in the episode description we'll have the links to three playlists one of them being the songs that we mention and discuss right now in the episode and our two favorite playlists if you actually want to go listen to all of our 200 uh, favorite songs and you might think that 200 songs is a lot <laughs> but Which actually we <laughs> Yeah, yes, but even with that, we struggled because we both had like 230 songs that we wanted to add. So at some point, I, I think I had more than 300. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, I add songs throughout the year, and sometimes I'm like, Meh, you know, maybe. Yeah, but even like towards the end of choosing, I still had like 230, and then I was like, oh, now I really have to mm, kill yeah. some darlings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same, me too. Yeah. And I guess that just shows that despite the last few months not exactly having been our favorites, it was a really good year for releases. Yeah, I mean, the girl groups were amazing this year. It's yeah. finally <laughs> the comeback of the girl group era, I guess. Yeah, the girl groups and monster rookies. Yeah, amazing debuts, yeah. amazing rookies. And I mean, we've also seen a few things maybe changing. Um, we talked about that in our November episode, I believe, but like more people talking about the, the way companies are treating mm. their artists and everything. That's always good. And I don't know. I, I, I feel like 2020 was a really iconic year for K-pop and then 2021 was kind of okay. But this year, we're back to iconic K-pop status. I, I didn't feel like it was that much better than 2021. I love 2021. Well, me too. I mean, obviously, we also had 200 songs for our <laughs> yeah, exactly. playlist. So <laughs> clearly, we were able to find a lot of songs we love. But it's more of a general feeling that I get about the year. And 2022 feels really good. Well, obviously, we both have 200 songs. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and we compared the playlists too, and we, we share 54 songs, mm. which is not a lot. <laughs> and what I was even more surprised about, we only share 65 artists. I guess we, we talk enough about how we have different tastes that we would expect 
that you know we wouldn't overlap too yeah, much because it's so many intense. artists like you'd expect the songs to be so different mm. but the artist is kind of surprising to me that there are that many that we talked yeah. about because most of them we did talk about through show at the year um yeah mm. but i mean even if we agree that we both like an artist it might not end up on both yeah, of our true. favorites playlists because i mean there are a lot of songs that ended up on your playlist I know. Like, oh yeah i wish i could have included it but i just it just didn't fit in because there are and too again many like great we said in the mid-year episode already even for the artists and albums we share most of the time we have completely different songs of theirs on our list <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because we have 54 songs in common, but 65 artists. So we have way more, I mean, way more. We have more artists than songs in common. So that means that we have quite a few artists where we have no overlap yes. on the songs, if that <laughs> yes. makes sense. Like, we like the both the same artist, but not the same songs. Yes. And same with the album. How many individual artists do you have on your list? I have 143 Ooh. artists. I have 154 individual artists, which is, I, mm -hmm. I compared it to last year, and it, it's 25 more than last year and 50 more than in 2020. <laughs> so I guess my lists are getting more Ooh. diverse. Mm -hmm. I don't know about my list last year. Um, but I'm slightly less diverse. Although it makes sense, because as you're going to see very quickly, I do <laughs> have a lot of repeats. Like, same, I um, have same an idea a lot which of artists. <laughs> yep. mm -hmm. <laughs> I remember in 2020, I had nine AT songs on there, so that made it a lot less diverse. <laughs> yeah, last year or... And or in 2020, I had a lot of songs mm. by Dreamcatcher. I guess let's go into the most represented artist. What is your the artist that's featured most on your playlist? Um, it's a tie between Kang Daniel and Taeyeon. That's not surprising at all. <laughs> actually, <laughs> both have six songs uh, on the list, mm. and then the second spot is also a tie between P1 Harmony and Jaejung with each five songs. That's more surprising. I mean, not Jaejung, but <laughs> P1 Harmony. I know. That's a yeah. big surprise. <laughs> what about you? Um, well, my uh, most represented artist is Extinary Heroes with eight songs. <laughs> no, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And then we have 80s with six songs, which is still Ooh. pretty good. And these are not surprising at all. No, n now they're not surprising, but if January 2020 Millie would hear this, she'd be like, what? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> on both accounts, I would be like, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, especially because at that point, Exinary Heroes only had Happy Death Day out. True. So <laughs> I think I would be really, really surprised. <laughs> yeah, and you didn't like 80s, so yeah. you'd be really surprised. Yeah. Um, I will say Taeyeon is still in there. She's third uh, with five mm. songs on my playlist. Okay. She, I think there there were more songs by her on my mid-year playlist, but she's still mm. here. Okay, so then we also counted the number of female versus male artists. So 
how many of each do you have? And co-ed, if you count counted that. I did, yeah. I have uh, 64 female, 132 male, and 4 co-ed. Typical. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, but actually it's not typical. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You'd say so, because um, it's still a lot more male than a female, but I also compared this with my last two lists, and it's 19 more female um, songs than in 2020. So um, my my boy group Stan Hart is becoming more and more open towards the fourth gen girl groups. <laughs> That's good. I mean, it was the year to add more girl group songs. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I have 102 songs by female artists, 87 hmm. by male artists, and 11 co-ed songs. 11 co-ed? Okay. Yeah. I think it's because there were a few collabs. And also, uh, I, I guess it's more common to have a co-ed group in indie artists. So True, true. Mm. You do have more indies. Yeah. And um, then we also did a feature songs versus B-sides, right? Mm. This is quite um, equal for me. I have 108 feature songs and 98 B-sides. Hmm. And I have a less equal separation, but a very satisfying one. I have 50 B-sides and 150 feature tracks. Hmm. In our mid-year playlist, we had 100 songs, right, for, for the first half of the year. So how many of those 100 songs are on your 200 end-year list? There's 81 songs that were already on my playlist for the mm. mid-year playlist. So 19 were cut. Yeah. <laughs> that was quick and I math. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really I'm bad. I'm really bad at math, so this is really impressive to me. <laughs> and I have 88 songs, hmm. so 12 were cut. You're just showing off now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's wrong. It would be funny. It was all wrong math. <laughs> I don't think so. I, th that sounds pretty good to me. But I'm not the best okay. judge of that, so you never know. <laughs> mm. Do you have any weird facts about your playlist? I do. Um, the top five are all B-sides. Mm. And eight out of the top ten are all B-sides. And I I wasn't like actively looking out for that, but as I was moving the songs around, I realized there's a lot of pairs of songs with the same title. Yeah. So there's two songs called Ghost, Two Illusion, Two Liar, Two Louder, Two Savior, and Two Timeless. <laughs> I almost had two Maniacs as well, but then I cut one of them. Yeah, I have a lot of those too. I also have two Illusion and two Venom, and then I have one Pink Venom. I have two mm. Play, two I Love You, two Celebrate, and then I have one Pop and one Pop Pop. Oh yeah, and the other thing I realized is I have two intro songs. Bad Blood by Yuju and Seven Villas by Drippin. Okay, let's get to the awards. Yes, first award, Song of the Year. Go ahead. For me, Song of the Year is, in the end, still, It's All Good by B2B. Mm -hmm. um, it was really, really, really close, though. Cyberpunk by 80s almost got the crown. Yeah, but it, it should have. In the end, I couldn't <laughs> deny that It's All Good by B2B was really just my Song of the Year. Mm. And 
yeah, I've already talked about it in the Meteor episode, as it already was my top song then, and nothing changed. It's just impeccable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's good. Wait, when did it come out? Uh, pretty early. Uh, yeah, that, that was my impression. So that it's, it's cute. That means that's kind of the song that's been accompanying you throughout the year. Yes, exactly. So I, I couldn't let it go. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That makes sense. I respect that. <laughs> it came out in February. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a long time to still love a song that much. I know. <laughs> so good for you. But That's good. You shouldn't be as outraged because Cyberpunk also isn't your favorite song of the year, right? No, I know. See? So but what's the outrage about? <laughs> well, I, it's just that if I was doing this list, I would put, you know, Cyberpunk first. Okay. Amongst the two. <laughs> but I mean, okay. I'm not actually judging you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and also because my favorite song isn't cyberpunk, but it's still by 80s. <laughs> and it's New World, which, I mean, I know that you don't get it. And that's fine. It's um, a mystery to me. <laughs> honestly, I don't see why, though. I mean, no, it's still the third best song of the album. But only third for you. Yes, only third. <laughs> yeah. Whereas for me, it's a clear favorite. I mean, I love Cyberpunk too, and it's not that much further down. True. It's number six. So <laughs> they were they were really close. Um, but to me, New World is kind of it has all of the qualities of Gorilla and of Cyberpunk, mm. and then you put them together, and you add a I was gonna say low key, but Heike metal inspiration. Obviously, I'm gonna love this song the best. <laughs> it's everything I would want in a song. So I still stand by what I said when we discussed the album that I think this song with a full metal treatment would literally just send me right into orbit. Um, <laughs> but since it doesn't exist, I am happy to listen to metal versions or rock versions of the song on YouTube because they're great mm. and it's everything I want. Um, but yeah, just it's the perfect, like, super intense song that will pump you up to go throw down the government, <laughs> which is the, the kind of the theme <laughs> of the album. So it's very fitting. <laughs> okay. So let's get to the next category, favorite album. And these are the categories where we have three nominees and then we'll name the winner. Yes. What? Who are your nominees and who is your winner of album of the year? Okay, so nominees, still I Envy You by Taeyeon. Um, then The World Episode 1 Movement by 80s, big surprise. And <laughs> Hello World by Extinary Heroes. Mm. And the winner is the word episode one movement by 80s. It, it was approve. really, really close uh, between, <laughs> between 80s and Extinary Heroes. I decided today because <laughs> so, um, I really, really love both of these albums. But at the end of the day, 80s's album is longer. It doesn't yeah. have a throwaway instrumental version. 
and even the songs that I'm less into I still really like although that's also the case for the Extinary Heroes album um, but where it really wins over the other one for me is because it's so thematically consistent um, it's in in my opinion a better crafted album overall mm. both sonically and lyrically everything makes sense together and that that makes it the best album for me this year mm. okay i definitely approve <laughs> <laughs> what about you my nominees are also still Taeyeon's <laughs> i envy you mm. kang daniel's the story retold mm. and the roses heal Oh, yeah. <laughs> And the winner is, surprise, Taeyeon's I Envy You. Ooh! Yeah, it stayed as my number one album. Mm -hmm. But it was also very, very close between her and Kang Daniel. Mm -hmm. They're both genius albums to me, where I added many songs to the best of list. And I like even more than the ones that I added. Um, but in the end, Taeyeon made it. It's one of the best albums ever to be honest yeah <laughs> like i would also it would also be very high up on an all-time best of albums list for me um and i now i finally bought the album Ooh. and in my next apartment i'll probably use it as a coffee table book because it's so awesome nice i will add it to my list of albums to get for sure i'll let you know which version i bought because mm -hmm. Yeah, you should get that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what was your favorite debut of the year? Uh, my nominees for favorite debut are La Seraphim's Fearless, TNX's Move, and Yena Smiley. Oh. And the winner is Smiley by Yena. Yeah, unsurprisingly. <laughs> This one was very easy for me. Mm -hmm. I already talked about Smiley on the mid-year episode And mm -hmm. it is still one of the feel-good songs of 2022 for me and one of the best debuts I've seen. And yeah, I I fell in love with her as a solo artist immediately. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, and for me, the nominees are also Fearless by The Seraphim, Love In Me by 50-50 and Pop Pop by CSR. And it was a really, really close race for all three. But in the end, um, Love and Me by 50-50 was such Ooh. a great song that it has to win. Because I loved the other two so much too. But this was just, that blew my mind the first time I listened to it. So it's winning. Interesting. I didn't expect mm. that. <laughs> Any of them could have won, to be honest. <laughs> But yeah, just based on how it made me feel the first time I listened to that song, the the like, awe and wonder, <laughs> I was like, yeah. So we talked about favorite debut songs, so now let's talk about Rookie of the Year. Mm. Who are your nominees? Uh, my nominees are Ive, Le Seraphim, and CSR. And the winner is Le Seraphim. Mm. This is kind of a no-brainer for me. Um, cause CSR, they, they are amazing. I love that they're a bright concept, uh, back in K-pop. I've amazing songs, but the Seraphim, they have everything. They have the songs, they have the dance, they have the stage presence, they have the talent. They're just absolutely killing everything. And I love them. What about you? 
Um, I think mine also won't surprise you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my nominees are I've, La Seraphim, and New Jeans. Mm-hmm. And uh, my winner is I've. I think yeah. this is no surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I like La Seraphim's songs, but not as much as I've. And New Jeans, I know, would probably win this vote with the general public. Mm-hmm. But despite being stuck in my head a lot, and actually I did grow to like their songs... Um, at least their debut songs, um, but in the end, they're not enough my style. Um, so yeah, it was also a no-brainer for me that I've are my number one. I really like them, um, also the members as well. And I think it's also no surprise that in neither of our nominees were any boy groups. <laughs> yeah, I, the yeah. fact that TNX was in your. Um, yeah, because you know, I love that song. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's like I, I kind of forgot that uh, boy group <laughs> debuts happened. <laughs> I guess. No, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought we were done with that. <laughs> <laughs> and we've talked privately. I, I'm not surprised because you seem to like I've better anyway, and I like the Seraphim better. Yeah, like it, it was pretty pretty obvious for for yes. us. <laughs> Um, but I guess something that was less obvious to us was our biggest surprise of the year. So what are your nominees for that category? Um, my nominees for biggest surprise of the year are Vivis, TVXQ, and Kingdom. Mm. And the winner is Vivis. Mm. Um, Vivis were nominated because, you know, apart from Mako, I did not like the Chiefren sound at all. Mm. So I... I was really surprised by Vivis's sound and I really love where they are going. And then for TVXQ, it's because I, well, I mean, obviously I was a huge fan in the past, but the songs that they have released as a duo in the past few years weren't exactly the best in my opinion. Mm. So I was really, really surprised when Epitaph came out and I love it so much. Mm. And um, Kingdom 2 were a surprise because... I, as you know, <laughs> didn't like their sound at all when they debuted. But then this year I realized that they have really great B-sides. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Vivis made the, the race because I just fell in love with Love Me Like and Love Aid so much. Yeah. Um, I'm really, really glad because I, obviously I love G-Friend. And even though you couldn't really like them as G-Friend, I'm happy that you can <laughs> enjoy them as Vivis. <laughs> So, which are your biggest surprises? Um, my three nominees are 80s, Le Seraphim, and Bibi. And the winner is 80s. <laughs> because, I mean, I, yeah, I was not expecting that at all. I, I started the year reluctantly admitting that they have some good songs. And I ended the year a, a huge fan. <laughs> so, yes. That was a huge surprise, yeah. That is my, my biggest achievement this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and especially because I, well, Gorilla and the album came out and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> and then you pretty quickly sent me the PowerPoint presentation. And yeah. I think within a week of that, <laughs> you, like, not even you sent it to me, I received your 80s care package <laughs> with albums and oh, photo yeah. cards and yeah 
I mean, <laughs> you 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 did a very good job with that. I did well. And thank you. <laughs> I got one. I got another one. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, who was your favorite solo artist, and who are your nominees? My nominees are Taeyeon, Ethan Hyuk, and Kwon Eun Bi. And the mm. winner is Kwon Eun Bi. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you would be surprised, but honestly, she ate this year. <laughs> she just had comebacks throughout the whole year, and they were all amazing. Glitch is amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I really just discovered her. And also, I think I discovered her because I can't say that I really like the sound that she went for before this year. And mm. this year, she definitely found her style. And yes, I absolutely loved Taeyeon. And there's nothing wrong with what she did this year. Quite the opposite. It was great, as we know. But it's just business as usual for her. You know, like... Taeyeon, obviously she's going to be great, but Kwon and B was a huge <laughs> surprise. Yeah. And I wasn't expecting to like her so much. And she really, really delivered the quality. So she's my my favorite solo artist this year. Mm. What about you? Will I be as surprised? No, not at mm. all. Not even my <laughs> nominees. Like, it's very obvious. <laughs> so my nominees are Kang Daniel, Taeyeon, and Yena. Mm. Um, and in this category, the winner is Kang Daniel. Mm. Um, it was very close for all three of them because as you heard in other categories, I love their releases this year. But, um, Kang Daniel made the race because he also had other amazing collabs and features instead of just like the one amazing album. Mm. And, Yeah, he was just the artist of the year for me. Um, so many great songs, collapse. I love his sound and yeah. Yeah, he was very active. Yeah. Mm. Let's move on to our favorite boy group of the year. Yes. What are your nominees? This will probably be very surprising. <laughs> oh, really? My nominees are Seventeen, Omega X and P1 Harmony. <laughs> yeah, P1 Harmony is here again and I'm surprised again <laughs> and um, the winner is P1 Harmony oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh you must have been so happy when I made that um, comment about your playlist Wait, which one that there was a lot of P1 Harmony yes I was like <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you knew what was coming wow yeah so I mean, yes, I can be very impartial and not nominate my favorites. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Seventeen and Omega X I also really liked this year, but P1 Harmony completely amazed me. Um, and I discovered a certain style of B-sides that they have. I mean, I also like some other songs of theirs, but especially that certain B-side style um, that... On almost every album, they have one of those songs, and it's mm. like a guarantee that I like it. Um, like what? Like Better Together, Peacemaker, different song for me. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I, these are the ones that I didn't like, right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they are also the most represented boy group on my list. Even the most represented group, like all the others are solo artists that are more represented. And they have amazing vocals too. And I think I can say that I 
kind of became a fan this year. Yeah, well, <laughs> cool. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised, but I'm not like shocked. I, I yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't think I know them enough to really be more than just surprised because I wasn't expecting it. That's it. You know. Mm. Um, and as for me, I only have two nominees. <laughs> I, I know which ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I think at this point everyone knows. Um, 80s and Extinary Heroes, obviously. <laughs> I I could have included 17 because they had a few songs that I liked, or mm. Pentagon because they had a few songs that I liked. But honestly, it's really just not on the same level as <laughs> these two that I really discovered this year. So it's only them. And unsurprisingly, 80s won this one. Um, I mean, apart from the fact that I fell in love with them this year and oh. that they had my favorite album of the year and my favorite song of the year. <laughs> they've True. been so active. I mean, they had two Japanese comebacks, two Korean comebacks, yeah. the end of one tour and the beginning of another one <laughs> so they even objectively they've been really really great this year and they've gained a lot of fans me amongst those <laughs> so yeah that was uh even though i love Extinary heroes too and i also discovered them this year that was a no-brainer for me i'm really happy because even if my favorites couldn't make, couldn't win in my mm. books, they at least won in yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I, like personally to me, it wasn't their best year. Uh, no, that's, that sounds wrong. Personally <laughs> for me, the songs they released this mm. year, um, apart from Halasia and Cyberpunk were my favorites of their songs. Mm. So they couldn't yeah. win this category. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Let's do best girl group of the year. Um, so my nominees are Le Seraphim, Stacy, and Red Velvet. Oh. And the winner is Stacy. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I, I know. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm as surprised as anyone else, honestly, because Red Velvet is there. So. Yeah. Um, and Le Seraphim won my favorite rookie of the year. Um, yeah. But Stacy, I mean, I will still say that they still haven't topped... Um, so bad but they had a cool year like a really good year i loved oh. run to you i know you did <laughs> <laughs> i still do it's still really um like really high up on my list and they had other songs i really loved they had great b-sides even some that didn't make it onto my list um and the amazing japanese debut so they yes. also were pretty active and doing really great i love their music this year and they absolutely killed it uh and also i it honestly it makes me really sad for them that everyone is dunking on them because they didn't like their music this year i know where are your ears people <laughs> i know i am surprised though i did kind of expect blackpink to be one of your nominees because you you love their album I, yeah, I liked it <laughs> more when it came out. Uh, not a lot of, actually only two songs made it on my favorites okay. playlist. And they're Shut Down and Pig Venom. Okay. So I still like it a lot. <laughs> but they're not my top girl group of the year. Mm. 
it shows how amazing girl groups were this year because none of our nominees are the same. <laughs> Ooh, exciting. So what are yours? Mine are Espa, mm. Ive, and Rocket Punch. Mm-hmm. Um, and the winners are Espa. Yeah. Obviously, I loved a lot of girl groups song this year. Um, Espa had the most songs that I loved. <laughs> um, they're also the most represented girl group on my list. And this happened because I recently really grew to like girls as well. When girls came out, I didn't like it as much, but then now I really love it. So, um, yeah, I mean, Illusion, Life's Too Short, Girls, and the whole Girls album was great. And also, I just love them as a group. Um, so yeah, they won, and they're all fourth gen. Is Rocket Punch fourth gen? Uh, maybe it's third gen. Mm -hmm. But, um, I was a bit disappointed by like the big third gen groups this year, like Blackpink twice, especially, and Red Velvet, not as much, but yeah, twice kind of disappointed me. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> How very dare you? You, did, you didn't nominate them either. They're not nominated, but they're still great. I still love them. I mean, I'm not saying they're bad, but this year wasn't the greatest. I mean, yeah, they weren't that active. I guess That's also because what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, Nayon had her solo debut, so I guess that yeah, took but up that time. Was also, a bit disappointing. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's time for a very fun category <laughs> uh, what are your nominees for least favorite track of the year glitch by Conan B <laughs> again <laughs> again yeah she's still she's still up there um, oh, oh by Enmix mm. still and same same different by classy mm. this time I kind of decided the opposite way I decided in the mid-year episode because um, this time my winner, you could say, or loser, <laughs> is um, O.O. by Enmix. Mm. Um, not, it's not Envy anymore. Because um, it's just objectively, it's just, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was going to say it's hard to defend, but people definitely are <laughs> defending it. So I know. Also, it was actually hard to narrow it down to three because I could have nominated so many songs. Mm. <laughs> It was tough because there was a lot of bad ones. Yeah. I mean, we said it was a good year, but true. There were a lot of songs <laughs> that weren't quite as good. Yes. What about you? Um, my nominees are still Step Back by Got The Beats, Selfish by <laughs> Yua, and My Bag by Idol. And the winner oh. is Selfish by Yua. <laughs> okay. I think a lot of people don't love this song. Um absolutely everything about this song is unbearable it's unlistenable <laughs> it's horrible it's terrible i i just hate it i hate it so much it's so bad i mean it's so objectively stupid and bad and so repetitive i i know that people have counted how many times the same lines are repeated and the same sections are repeated it's stupid it's bad i hate it Okay, it's a very um, definite statement. Yep. <laughs> so let's get to our final category uh, of the awards section, which is the ultimate guilty pleasure song. 
Okay, my nominees are Pretty Psycho by Purple Kiss, Venom by Bandit, and Mascara by XG. And the winner very easily is Mascara by XG. Okay. Uh, I Honestly, I can't quite make sense of how it's possible that a song could go so far in the good direction and the bad direction within the span of like <laughs> three minutes. But this song achieves that, and I think it should be noted. <laughs> um, <laughs> the bad, to be fair, is mostly just really, really cringe and kind of lame. Um, but then the good is really, really good. It's very short, but it's very good. The um, pre-chorus is God-tier. But yeah, overall, the song is really, really cringe. But it's it's really, really fun, too. <laughs> and I love it. I really, really, really do. Okay. What about you? Uh, my nominees are What I Want by Itzy. Mm, of course. <laughs> Two Baddies by NCT127. <laughs> <laughs> and Groove Back by JYP. A guilty pleasure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And? Um, the winner is very obviously two baddies. <laughs> mm-hmm, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. <laughs> I am a two baddies defender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for a long time, I was like, if only the chorus wasn't like that, because I liked the rest of it. But then I watched a live performance recently. Oh, I think I, I it was the SM Town concert mm. from January 1st. I did fall asleep, <laughs> but then the next day I watched the clips. Um and I was like, oh, it's such a pop. <laughs> yeah. Even the two baddies part, it's just like, if you just let it happen, it's a bop. So I will defend it anytime. It's my guilty pleasure. Mm. So. But I, I do like it better. And I do agree that if you stop fighting it, it's better. And honestly, it, it, it wouldn't have taken much for me to fully embrace it. So, okay. you know, I think it's more, it's it's a question of like harmonies or in the two baddies part that I really don't like. But the rest is very, yeah, and I mean, I mean, much I mean, the lyric is a little cringe. <laughs> yeah, but that, you know what? That wouldn't stop me. Okay. If that was the only thing, I wouldn't care. <laughs> but today I was actually thinking, because I was thinking about the two baddies part musically and how people hate it. But then I was like... Is it really so far away from let me introduce you to some new things? No, but it but it sounds better. I do agree. It's, it's less dissonant. Yeah. It's less dissonant. But, but apart from that, it's like same level. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can yeah. appreciate some dissonance. But for some reason in Two Baddies, it's just, mm, just a little too much. But you do get used to it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So we have reached the end of the award ceremony. Uh, congratulations again to the winners. <laughs> Except for one category. Um, They're winning nothing. Yeah. Prize, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Just our love and admiration. Our eternal love. Yes. Which is, you know, it's pretty great. Love from your fans. <laughs> So let's move on to our next section. So we are going to be discussing a few songs that were really noteworthy, that didn't come up in the award ceremony that we really wanted to discuss. Yes. 
And most likely also we haven't discussed them throughout the year, right? Yes, that too. Yes. Um, and first we each chose five songs from our own playlist. So we're going to mm. start with that. Um, so what is your first pick? My first pick is Dance On by Alice. Mm. Uh, I just really wanted to highlight this song because we only had it in the three-word section when it came out. Mm. Um, and it's so good and it's really up there with songs of the big girl groups and proof that a Nuku group can release such quality bops as well. Mm -hmm. Like it's pure fun, a nice bass line, well-produced and not as shouty, shrill and high tuned like a lot of girl group songs are especially from nuku groups with like bad production um so yeah i i just really love it um and i, I wish we could have discussed it and i can imagine that it would also make a really great workout song i'll have to mm. try that um they were called or they called before was it elris I thought I'm thinking, right? Elris. Uh, yeah. Um, and really, they were kind of like, it's going to sound harsh, but like a nothing group to me. <laughs> um, nothing they did really stood out to me until this came out. So this really um, elevated them to another level for mm. me. I'm really, really glad that you chose this song because I almost picked it for myself. Um, so I, yeah, because I really, really love it. It also broke my heart that we couldn't really include it in the longer discussion uh, part of the episode. So, yeah, I completely agree with everything you said, except for the fact that I liked Elris before. Like, they had a few mm. songs that I really, really liked. Um, mm. but yeah, I'm so glad that they're, uh, back with this because it's a banger. It's great. Mm. Okay, what's your first song? My first pick is Ballroom Extravaganza by DPR Ian. Um, I've been waiting for months to talk about this <laughs> song because I somehow missed it when it came out in July, even though I was really pumped for it. So I don't know how, but it just slipped through the cracks. And then I was devastated when I realized that I forgot to <laughs> include it in the episode. Um, but now we're here, we can discuss it. This is so amazing. I absolutely love this song. I know you don't, <laughs> but I might be able to convince you to at least listen to it again um, and maybe consider it, I guess. I'll say this much. <laughs> It's my favorite of his. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, but I don't you know. really like him and his songs in general yeah. but if i had to pick a favorite it would be this mm, that's that's good I'm does that happy. satisfy you <laughs> yeah i mean i don't think i'm gonna get much more than that so <laughs> i'll have to be happy with it <laughs> um but yeah i i absolutely love it it's really dark and it feels really both really agonizing and really beautiful at the same time. And I think it's really interesting in the way that it's composed too and that it's structured because it's you get different choruses every time and the entire structure isn't as square, I guess, as other songs that we might be used to. 
I mean, you can still obviously recognize the chorus, but it starts off differently the the second time. The buildup is different. The lines are different. Everything is just a little different. And I think that this kind of fluid song structure really serves the message of the song and this chaotic emotional journey that he's on and that we embark on with him so i mm-hmm. think that's really great and also just really different and refreshing um so yeah it's just i can't listen to this song without being emotional it really just still gives me goosebumps when i listen to it it's yeah just one of these super emotional super intense songs that i absolutely love okay yeah i'm just not i don't really get the whole hype around him at the moment so mm. i i i don't know i guess it, i just don't i just don't vibe with him <laughs> and then seeing the hype around him just makes me question people <laughs> but i do have to say that there's some really annoying stands of his out there like that can only be described as like thirsty groupies <laughs> yeah um yeah i'm not really i i don't really know him as an artist or as a person or a public figure that much i just really like his music mm. okay um my next pick from my list is period by kingdom mm. um kingdom really surprised me this year as well uh which is why they were also almost also nominated for biggest surprise mm. I guess a lot of people surprised me this year. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I really didn't like their first few songs, as you know. Mm. Um, I'm still not the biggest fan of their title songs, but they have amazing B-sides. And I already picked one of them to talk about in our mid-year episode, which mm. was Illusion. But then in October, they released another amazing B-side um, that we didn't discuss, and that is Period. It's 100% my style, and I think you can tell when you listen to it. Mm. <laughs> it makes my heart, like, clench in the chorus because it's so good. Mm. Um, and it even does the thing where the last time the chorus begins again, it's without the beat. And then when it's repeated, the beat comes in again, yeah. which always makes every song better. That's true. Um, right. <laughs> um, yeah, and... Thanks to this and Illusion, I am now actually looking forward to Kingdom's releases, which mm-hmm. I didn't before. And I'll just go straight for the B-sides in the future. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like some of their title tracks, but I do agree their B-sides are really where it's at. They're, they have right. outstandingly good B-sides. Yeah. Especially when you... I mean, I like most of their title songs actually but then the even the production on the b-sides those really great b-sides is way better than on the title track so i'm not sure what their strategy is but it gives us really great songs to love so yes i'm not complaining (laughs) (laughs) maybe they just need to choose the title songs better yeah like many other groups that's true yeah frank (laughs) that is very true um my second pick is Strawberry Cake by Extinary Heroes, which is another <laughs> song that I know you don't really like. Yeah. I absolutely love this one. It's not even my favorite by them. 
My favorite is Sucker Punch, but I feel like Sucker Punch, you can listen to it and be like, oh yeah, obviously it's her style. But this is a little more surprising, so that's the one I'm going with. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really love that... Uh, I mean, that's a, a thing I like in general, but here the lyrics and the music really go together. It's It's a very, like angry song and it's all about sweetness being fake and the world being harsher than you want it to be i guess so so why is it called strawberry cake is there is that in the lyrics somewhere yeah yeah it's like like you kind of you know like you expect strawberry cake but actually the sweetness is fake and mm. everything is bad <laughs> so it's more <laughs> so uplifting <laughs> yeah and like there's like a, 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 a kind of a dark fairy tale or dark circus vibe almost in the music i mean it does talk about dark fairy tales in the lyrics and so this whole song is all about um uh, contrast and paradoxes and you can definitely hear that because when you when you get to the strawberry cake in the chorus all of the sweetness is definitely gone for the from the song and the mm. you just have these really harsh almost shouty um vocals and i'm usually not a big fan of really scratchy vocals but here it really serves the purpose of the song it's just so intense so great i yeah i I'm not doing a very good job of explaining why I love it. But yeah, I just absolutely love that uh, slightly unsettling atmosphere. So yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it just, it, it's really different. It's also different within their discography and shows off their talent really well too. So I mm. really like it. Okay. My next pick is Six Star by Chechun and Shia. Um, this one was so emotional for me, as you can probably mm. guess. We haven't heard Chung and Chunsu's voices together on a track since, I'd say, 2015, mm. when JYJ released their last songs <laughs> before um, things happened. Um, <clears throat> and it brought, brought back all of my Cassiopeia feels. Mm. And uh, I really hope they will release a whole album together, because they did say in an interview that they want to do that um i would die uh, <laughs> well <laughs> I maybe hope not, but i, I hope I'm they not. don't do that then <laughs> um and at first i was a little disappointed by the chorus which i thought was the weakest part of the song but now i really love it too because it sounds so similar to all japanese dbsk Mm. songs so like ballads um when they were all still together as five and as you know their japanese songs were my favorite Mm. i like their japanese disorder way more than their korean one so it really really is um very nostalgic and emotional Mm. and also i mean they are two of the best second gen vocalists singing together again and that's just always a treat Mm mm-hmm My next pick is In My Dreams by Red Velvet. And this song makes me ascend. It's just so incredibly beautiful. And I mean, it's really sad. And the lyrics always kind of get me. If I listen to this song and I really pay attention and get immersed into it, it really makes me want to cry almost (laughs) every time. Because it's, you know, a sad song about unrequited love or love that has ended on one side at least and Mm. 
because it's so beautiful and it sounds so lush and layered and it's really some of the the best that SM is able to do in terms of harmonies and vocal layering because they're always really good at that and this song is the yeah. re result of that talent <laughs> I guess um And it just really gets me every time. And it's funny because it's in my dreams. And actually, paradoxically, when you get to the chorus, it kind of wakes you up because it's such a steep increase in energy levels. But mm. it's, yeah, just absolutely beautiful. Definitely dreamy. Definitely fits the theme of the song. And, yeah, just... Uh, just simply a really stunningly beautiful song. Mm. My next pick is going to be quite short because I don't have that much to say about it, but I still need to. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Life Goes On by Onyu, which was also a really nice surprise for me because I'm usually not the biggest fan of Onyu's solo stuff. Mm. But this, from the moment I played the first note, was an immediate feel-good song. Mm. The chorus is so amazing. You can not feel bad while listening to this. It's soft and uplifting, and it's like a smile in song form. Mm -hmm. <gasps> That's so accurate. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh. I, can say, I can't say more because it's just a smile in song form says it all, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know this song, so that was a, oh. a discovery for me. Yeah, we missed that the month it came mm. out. I discovered it a month later. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next song is Love Rose by Sparky. And this is such an underrated gem. Um, she's an indie artist and she's definitely not very well known. She has 9,000 views on the music video. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love the ambiance of the song. I'm not exactly sure how to describe the style it is, but I love it. Um, it's kind of straddling the line between sad and dark and still really pretty and kind of punchy. Um, mm. It talks about pretty dark feelings of desperation and love and suffering, and you can definitely feel it in the music, but it's also not a song that's going to bring you down at the same time. Mm. Um, it's still snappy and almost kind of groovy. Um, it kind of reminds me of Hate You by Ladies Code. Okay. There's kind of a vibe that's similar in both that I absolutely love. And yeah, I just think it's a really masterfully made song that deserves to be known by more people. Okay. My last song of my own picks is With You by Chimin and Ha Song Woon, mm. which is surprising to me <laughs> because, I mean, it's an OST and a ballad. You'd think that I discovered it the way other people did because <laughs> it was all over the internet for like because like bts fans are like hyping it and it was charting all the time on itunes um really yeah i discovered it with your list i've never <laughs> really? heard of this song before. yeah it was like itunes number one in so many countries and oh. stuff um but i never listened to it because not even on purpose but just like it never happened mm. um The way I stumbled upon this <laughs> and fell in love with it is um, I was listening to a song by Ha Song Un mm. um, 
that he released this year. I don't remember what it was called. Um, then I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and Spotify kept playing. Mm. It just continued playing his discography. And then I woke up and... When I, like, I woke up to it to die for a beautiful instrumental track. And mm. I was, like, still half asleep, just waking up from a really good nap, hearing this track and thinking, oh, my God, I'm ascending. This is heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so I quickly opened my eyes to check what it is. And it was the instrumental version of this mm. song. <laughs> so... I liked the instrumental first, and then of course I also had to listen to the actual song, um, which now I also really love. But I listened, I played the instrumental version so many times that it ended up being my number five most played song in my Spotify wrapped. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, but the instrumental. Um, so yeah, please do me a favor and also check out the instrumental because it's to die for and it's perfect to fall asleep or to work or study too. I will, especially because I'm not a huge fan of the vocals mm. everywhere. So yeah, I definitely will. And I was just talking about throwaway instrumental tracks on albums, but I guess they do have a, a purpose. A purpose, and, yeah. yeah. That's good. <laughs> um, and my last pick is Play by Lucy. Um, hmm. I've been really liking Lucy since they debuted, but this is definitely my favorite song by them by far. It's absolutely beautiful. And you've had a few songs that you said were just feel-good songs that make you feel like everything is okay with the world when you listen to them. Yeah. And this is one for me. It's a song about reminiscing about what it was like to play as a child mm. when you're a jaded adult. Mm. It's funny because it, it sounds really epic to me in a way but epic on a smaller scale than we're used to i guess it's the epicness of the mundane things okay you know the, the small things that matter the most i suppose you could say um and that's i mean that's exactly what it's talking about about being able to reconnect with your inner child and enjoy the simple things in life and i feel like the the way this song sounds expresses these feelings absolutely perfectly mm. it gives me chills every time i listen to it to this day and it's just absolutely flawless there's nothing i would change about this song it just moves me so deeply it just sounds magical to me it calms me down makes me emotional and i absolutely love it okay good So now we also each picked five songs from the other person's list that we are curious about. Yes. Okay, so the first song I wanted to ask you about, I guess, is Circus Die by Sagong Iho. Yes. Um, so this was a chance discovery for me, and I completely fell in love. Um, what I didn't know at first is that Sagong Iho is a virtual group, and... Yeah, I really love that style because to me it's like, well, not just to me, I think it's pretty obvious, but it sounds like an updated, more fun, less melancholic version of We Are Young by Fun Dot. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I love We Are Young, but this is even better because it's happier and faster. And 
it ended up being number 10 on my list, but I'm not gonna lie, for a short moment it was even higher up. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's it really reminds me of We Are Young. But Yeah, yeah I, I definitely didn't make the connection, but I see mm. what you mean. Right. Yeah, although I have to admit the reason I asked about it is because I don't really like it. <laughs> and I saw that it was really, really high up, and so yeah, I, I just wanted to hear more about what you <laughs> what you think about it. Um, the first song that I want to hear about from your list is "The Greatest" by Boa, because mm. I know you really liked it yeah. when it came out, and I feel like you have things to say that you couldn't back then. I <laughs> it's funny because I don't think it's like a great Boa track, <laughs> but I really love it. It's really fun. And at the same time, it fits her. It's not like, oh, it doesn't sound like her, but I happen to like it. I just, I couldn't say, oh, it's just as iconic as, I don't know, woman. Oh, yeah, or the one. Yeah, that, like no, any yeah. any other Boa song. But I, I just really like it. I think it's really great. Um, <laughs> it's it's not the greatest, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but I, I really, really like this style kind of groovy, kind of airy, but really punchy at the same time. I love that sound. Um, and it's just a really great track. And her vocals are amazing. I mean, that really powerful held note near the end of the the first part of the chorus is absolutely amazing. She sounds so full and resonant. It's just Amazing. I mean, you can really, really tell she's a power vocalist in this very specific moment. And yeah, it's just just really great. I don't have anything really <laughs> smart to say about it. I just enjoyed so much. Okay. Um, okay, so my next pick for you is TPIR by Kang Daniel featuring Miyavi. Yes, um, thank you for that pick. <laughs> um, I mean, I've already said today in this episode that I love Kang Daniel and his style, and this is exactly the Kang Daniel style I love. Mm -hmm. um, electronic, slightly melancholic, breezy. Um, the pre-chorus is so satisfying. Um, the beginning as well, like that thin that continues in the background the entire time. Yeah. It's so good, right? Yeah, I love and it. for some reason, <laughs> this is gonna sound weird, but for some reason, there's one sequence of notes in that synth that <laughs> always reminds me of Rocketman by El John. <laughs> no, I totally agree. <laughs> really? I wasn't oh, thinking that. I thought I was crazy. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I feel the same because I was like, I want to say that, but I feel like she's gonna be like, girl. <laughs> no, I'm I so completely happy. agree. Okay. Yeah, um, and it's just, it's calming and upbeat and emotional and happy, like all these um, opposites at the same time. And I just, I guess I really love almost anything Kang Daniel touches. <laughs> yeah, seems like it. Apart from the songs that I love. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, this one is the opposite. I asked about this one because it's, amazing i love it so much and i also felt like you probably had things to say yes okay um my next pick from your list is take a back by present um because i 
I really like it too. And it's also on my list, but much higher on yours. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to hear what you have to say about it. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for this gig. <laughs> um, yeah, this song is number seven on my list. I love it so much. Um, present in general are really good. Yeah. And it's a trio consisting of a producer, Monster Number Nine, a DJ, All Is Well, and Jenyer, aka John Tion, formerly of Four Minutes, yes. um, on the vocals. And I'm so glad that she's there because, wow, what a cool after four minutes turn in her career. Um, (laughs) This song is pretty much 80s inspired music excellence. It's Mm. so ambient, so sleek, and it's so modern despite the retro influence. Um, It's such a perfect interpretation of that 80s vibe. It has none of the 80s corniness. And instead, it's so serious, I suppose, and almost kind of nostalgic. And everything is absolutely perfectly produced, which that's kind of the (laughs) focus of the group. Um, (laughs) And I just really like all of the synth patches that they used. All of the sounds are really satisfying to me and work absolutely perfectly together. Um, and I think Jenner's vocals are absolutely perfect. Both elements of the instrumental and the vocals really work together and make the other part better, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, there's nothing wasted. Everything that's there was needed and there's nothing extra. Mm. This is pretty much a flawless song. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Um, my next pick for you is The Cure by Town. Um, I was just editing the December episode where we mentioned it, but we didn't discuss it. And you said that it was one of the best songs on this uh, Town Christmas album. And then I saw that it was on your favorites list. So I, <laughs> I was like, yep, this is definitely uh, going to go in my picks for sure. Yeah, um, I know that you don't like it. <laughs> um, I, we didn't really discuss well, it. Well, you I, did say, you said it, it's bad. I didn't say it's bad. I, I said just listened we, to the episode. <laughs> I also did. I, I, well, I obviously I did. No, I didn't say it was bad. I just said yeah. it. Did I? Yeah. Okay, then. I mean, I, <laughs> then I agree with past me because I do think it's not great. But not bad. I don't. I just don't really like it. But I, okay. you know, well, I don't feel very intensely about it. Okay. I've grown to really like it. Maybe it has something to do with first hearing it at 5 a.m. being completely sleep deprived. <laughs> um, but it got like ingrained in my brain. Um, and I just love all of their voices, obviously. I mean... All of the SM vocalists. Mm. I love Taeyong's and Mark's raps. Uh, Boa, Taeyong's and Suho's part. Even the part where they all sing together, I really like. Also, I think it's interesting that it's all the leaders together. Mm. Um, a leader of every group plus the solo artists. That's the way they chose who was going to be on the song. Yes, it's all the mm. leaders, which made me realize that Karina is the leader of Espa. <laughs> Why did I think it was winter? I don't, I don't know. Did you know it was her? I didn't think about it. <laughs> you never thought about that? <laughs> no, well, I mean, to be fair, I don't think about Espa a lot. 
oh my god (laughs) (laughs) that hurts yeah i know yeah um for some reason i thought winter was the leader i don't know maybe because like in my mind like she looks like taeyon taeyon the leader Mm. i don't know yeah but i think it's a a cool idea to pick all the leaders together to sing this song that has to do with their sustainability campaign and stuff um so yeah i i do like it i i mean yeah it's they're all great vocalists i mean okay you know and etec are a bit questionable but they are in so <laughs> not Sorry. bad vocalists no but i mean they're not on the level of like Etayon or suho yeah um but yeah so i do like it i think it's neat it's sweet and nice and yeah Mm. The music video is also cute, except for that one part towards the end, where they're all in front of a white background, which is a weird choice, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, You know what? As I'm listening to it, I actually don't think it's bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just think it's really corny. Yeah, but, but it is of, on a Christmas it is, album. <laughs> it is on a Christmas album, and they use it for their sustainability thing, so it yeah. has to be corny, right? Well, yeah, it it has that we are the world feel. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, I can, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm not the biggest fan, but I, I will go back to my previous opinion, which is I don't think it's bad. Okay. It's not here, very here. good to me, but it's also not bad. <laughs> um, so my next pick from your list is Your Energy by Asha Tree, because I'm curious... It doesn't seem like your usual style, or at least not mm. something that you'd like enough to land on your favorites list. So I'm curious to hear why. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah, no, agreed. I'm as surprised as you are. Um, <laughs> and honestly, the first time I listened to it, I didn't really like it. Um, I was like, oh, okay, it sounds pretty. Um, but that's about it. And by chance, I guess, I put it on my personal playlist for the month anyway i guess i I felt even then that there was something a little special about this song so i was like you know what i might change my mind but then i completely forgot about it for a few days or a few weeks and only when i went back to it did i realize how great it is (laughs) but yeah i know it's not at all my usual style and I also think it's mainly by chance that it's this successful as a song. <laughs> um, because songs like this, we get like dozens of them every week, basically. <laughs> and they're all, they're always corny and boring and I don't like them. But this one, by chance, it's the perfect instrumental, the perfect melodies, the perfect vocal delivery, just everything, like the stars aligned to make this song more than songs of this style usually are. That's the only way I can explain it. And okay. I just love it. I It okay. just makes me... Yeah, it just, I, I just love it. I, I can't explain it. It's fine. <laughs> Next, I picked Child by Mark. Yeah. Um, because I, I remember when it came out, you were really, really into it. And that was a while ago. So I was curious um, how you feel about it and if your opinion of it has changed at all. Yeah, um, I think it came out in February. And mm. it was one of the first songs of the year to make it onto my favorite list. And mm-hmm. it never left. <laughs> 
I do have to say it dropped quite a bit because, I mean, obviously, since February, a lot happened. A lot of songs came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still like it so much. I mean, as much as I adore his rapping, I mean, he's one of the best rappers in the industry to me. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely of Force Gen. Uh, but he's also a talented singer and we barely ever hear that. And it's nice to hear that for a change. Um, and I also think the style of the song is really interesting. Mm-hmm. It starts like a ballad and then suddenly it hits with his oh. awe. <laughs> <laughs> then it transforms into a completely different song. Um, but even then, it's still so unusual and interesting. It's so good. It's hard to even make out a structure of the song because it kind of just into all these different parts mm-hmm. um, yeah I, I just think it's really interesting and I really liked hearing him sing for once and I also like that for him that he can show a different side of his for once instead of always having to do NCT raps <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I, I agree. I really like it too and I feel like out of all of the NCT members he's the one that needed to have a, a solo song the most because yeah. he's such a talented everything basically i know and to be honest apart from maybe 10 this is the best nct solo project i've heard so far um because like the the things that like chehyun and Young, even just like on soundcloud or something like that release mm. they're not even always official releases but not, not really I love Taeyong to death, but his solo stuff is not really my style. Mm. <laughs> but this is really good. Yeah, I, I think it's also my favorite. Mm. I don't I don't think I know all of them because I'm still not. Well, a lot of them haven't even had any solo stuff yet. Yeah, Taeyong no, has but... done some OSTs, but mm. yeah. But I think there are a few songs by. Uh, solo like solo songs by members that I liked, but I still think this is the the best one. Yeah, right. So far, hmm. yeah. My next pick for you is Candy Sugar Pop by Astro. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've I've been curious about this ever since we had in our <laughs> three word section, and you were very positive about it, and I wasn't. Because to me, it's very generic, and again, I wouldn't have thought that you'd like it that much. <laughs> Um, I do really like it. I see that it's, well, it's basically another Dynamite copy. Um, but unlike most other Dynamite copies, I think this is really nice. (laughs) Um, it's just, I just think we've been missing, uh, bright concepts for boy groups lately. There's been a lot of really just dark broody concepts and this is just so fun and better than other songs of this style and i don't know it just always makes me happy whenever i play it and that's basically it it's just a really happy song for me (laughs) is it a little corny sure i don't care okay just makes me happy and my last pick for you is attitude by atbo and I picked this one because I remember when it came out, we either we or I debated adding to the playlist. Can't remember if we actually had a conversation about it. But it felt like one of the important comebacks of that month and we didn't end up talking about it. And so since it's on your favorites, I figured 
it would be an interesting song to cover now. Yes. And also I want to know what you think about it, because it seems very much your style. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess you could say it's also a bit of a guilty pleasure song, mm. because, I mean, objectively, it's not exactly a masterpiece, but it's one very specific subgenre of boy group K-pop that I enjoy. Mm. Um I guess you could also say like Saturday Drip by NCT Dream or Do It Like This by P1 Harmony or yeah, kind of in that, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess I just really like that. Um, mm. So I just think it's super fun. I I just love moving to it on my desk chair <laughs> when I work or something. And I I don't really have many smart things to say about it because I just, I just like to vibe to it. And I know that... It's not exactly song of the year, but it's just a, a niche I like. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could say that I discovered this year that I like this subgenre because the other two songs I mentioned are also from this year. Yeah, that's true. And I, I feel like there were a lot of songs like this this year, maybe more than yeah. usual. Yeah. Um, so my last pick for you is Danny by Lee Jae-yeon. Mm. Um, because we also had to, well, not completely cut this one, but we had to move it to the three-word section because it came out in a very busy month. Mm. And I know you were sad about that and have things to say. Yeah, I was really sad. <laughs> I absolutely loved the song. I didn't really like the title song, but then when I checked out the mini album and this was there, I, oh, it was, yeah, such a great discovery. Um... I guess it's also kind of 80s inspired, although mm. it feels more like the the 80s synth um, and the, the general 80s sounds really just serve the incredibly dreamy and airy atmosphere of the song. Like, it's more about the synth than the actual 80s vibe, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, the production is really, really great. And... It's so echoey and reverby. It's so m mushy and light and airy, <laughs> but it has a really, really big feeling. You know, it feels like a just a big sound at the same time, mm. and that makes it really a lot more emotional and impactful. Um, the lyrics speak of dreams and bright stars, big feelings, flying over the sea, etc. Um, and that dreamy, happy vibe just really works with that and really complements the, the lyrics. Um, and it really just expresses that wonderful floaty feeling of falling in love, I suppose. Um, but even within all of that dreaminess, you get that bass synth that's, it's just a thumping rhythm and just keeps the song moving along. So it never gets boring. So I, I think it's just brilliant. Okay. We made it through our discussion section. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll get to our wishes and predictions for 2023. Mm. Should we start with our wishes? Um, maybe. Or do, do, you, do you have them mixed? I, no, but I feel like maybe predictions first, okay. because wishes okay. are more positive, <laughs> so we oh. can end on a on a happier note. Actually, I I only have positive predictions. <laughs> I I decided to like 
manifest positive things with my predictions. That sounds great. Um, well, well, my my um, I, I mean, they're very realistic. So okay. I, it's you know, um, my first one is that Luna are gonna disband. <laughs> Oh yeah. I don't I guess think so. <laughs> you know, I, I there's not much hope for them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's really real realistic. And the other one is that more groups and artists are going to come out with like pretty bad stories of mistreatment, but also probably um get paid for moments they weren't paid and I feel like good things will probably come from that, but First, there will be probably more negative uh, things, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> that's that's for the negative, I guess. That sounds realistic. Yeah. Oh, I guess I do have one that is a bit negative. I just realized. Um, I I think we'll continue to see really really young idols debuting. Yeah. Yeah, I also think so. Especially yeah. because new jeans have been so successful. Yeah. What's stopping companies it's, from, exactly. from doing it's, that? It's, it's making it worse for them because they're like, oh, see, yeah. that's what people want. Did you hear yeah. that um, YG's new girl group, Baby Monsters, will have a member that's even younger than the youngest new jeans member? No, but... Yeah. I mean, Baby Monsters... I think she's Monster. like 12. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Actually, I do have one that's slightly negative uh, that I forgot about. And it's that boy groups will continue to be overall more generic than girl groups. That's funny because one of my predictions is I wrote down exactly girl groups will continue to dominate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I Yeah. I I think it's been a, a trend for so long that I don't really see that changing anytime no. soon. And I mean, I've La Seraphim, Espa, Stacy, New Jeans, they all really just ha- they've really just started it. And they're only going to get bigger and better. Yeah. And as we said, they kind of cover a really wide range of styles and genres. So I think we're going to get some very exciting girl group music next year. Or yeah. this year, actually. <laughs> it seems like, maybe just going to sound bad. I think like the last big boy group that debuted for like, not saying it will never happen again, but like for the next few years is at Hypen. Mm. Like everything that happened before, I'd have like, 80s Stray Kids Tomorrow by Together. That was still a phase where like really unique and good mm-hmm. boy groups were debuting. And I feel like and Hypen were kind of the last one that made it big. Yeah, that's true. And after them, it kind of became a bit of a <laughs> desert. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't even think about that, but I think that's spot on. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't, I absolutely can't think of another really big iconic boy group after them and even right. they started sounding less like themselves <laughs> later, so, you know yeah <laughs> i guess we'll see okay um, positive predictions actually my positive uh, predictions are are also more uh girl group goodness okay and that uh, i think is real it's pretty obvious i guess but i think csr will dominate the cute concept in the future mm. and i hope so i really hope so it's a prediction yeah. and a wish 
Okay. <laughs> You're manifesting it. <laughs> yes. Do you have more positive predictions? Yeah, I have two, and they're both boy group centered, so mm. that, that works out. Um, one is that EXO's and Chinese comeback as a full group will be really big. Ooh. Because SM just announced that when Baekhyun is back, they'll have a comeback as a mm. full group. And obviously, Shiny will too when Temin's back. And I think that will be big. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would solve the uh, generic boy group. Yeah. Uh, See, that's also, that's also why this year was lacking for boy groups because that's Shiny true. and EXO. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, Tomorrow by Together did not release a lot this year. Yeah, that's true. Like other years, like 2019, they released so many songs. Mm. When I look at my favorites from there, it's just Tomorrow by Together, Tomorrow by Together. Yeah. But this year, they had one mini album, right? Or last year, I mean, 2022. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have a comeback this month, but it's already 23, so... <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, Too late for 22. <laughs> <laughs> and even 80s didn't release a lot other what? years they released way more. Well, yeah, it's true. I mean, two of their comebacks were uh, Japanese comebacks. Yeah. So, mm, yeah. And then ha- the Halazia comeback is only one new song. That's true, yeah. So it's not a lot. And I guess Stray Kids... Stray Kids oh. 2... Well they, well, they were pretty... They had yeah, two they were, albums. They were, the, they were the most active, I'd say, yeah, out of yeah. those... Of those groups, but yeah. But even them working really hard isn't enough to replace yeah, they all of the they other groups. Yeah. Carry the whole industry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're definitely trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and my second, well, not second, my last prediction is that I mentioned it before is that Chung and Chunsu will release an album together. Mm. I guess you could say it's a wish, but I decided to make it a prediction because I'm speaking it into the universe. Yeah, I love that energy. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Um, So what about actual wishes? Okay, I have five wishes. Mm. (laughs) Uh, I wish that 80s get a break. Mm -hmm. Like a real break. Yeah. Um, Because yeah, 2022, like 2021, uh, pretty much ever since Debbie, they have been working nonstop. Mm. Um, and I really hope they get a long vacation. <laughs> mm-hmm, um, sure. We know it's not going to happen for a few months because they are going on tour again. But I hope after tour that they won't immediately jump into the next comeback. But yeah. yeah, and you know what? One of my wishes is that they go back to the World Episode 1 movement sound and Gorilla <laughs> sound and do more of that. So I guess our combined wish is that they will go on tour, come back home, <laughs> rest for a good few months and then when they come back they go back to that sound (laughs) it's not gonna solve our lack of good boy group songs problem but (laughs) yeah but you know what it's it it would be worth it (laughs) yes (laughs) um then i wish that nct127 will release a title song that's slightly less experimental than sticker and two baddies (laughs) i don't wish that Really? I do. Because I like them. As I just said before, I will defend Two Buddies anytime and Sticker too. I mean, obviously they're known for doing, for making experimental music. Yeah. But it doesn't hurt to have a slightly less experimental song every once in a while to maybe 
gain some new fans or like a song that you can play to the locals. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying they have to go generic, but like, yeah. you know, a song like Favorite. Mm -hmm. Yes. Something like that. Like down to that level of yes, not experimental, I mean. I'm okay with it. Yes. But not more. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next wish is that Weekly go back to their cute concept. Oh my god, that's my wish too. <gasps> I wrote that down too. You know what? I believe it. I I think it's very possible that they saw that people were not very happy with Venpara. And yeah. that they will realize that they were better as a cute concept girl group. Yes, mm. hopefully. Yeah. I really wrote that down to exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, my next wish is I hope Lucas will come back. Mm, yeah. I keep too. going back and forth between it's not going to happen and it's definitely going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Because technically... It's all been cleared, so it should be fine. And also, usually, by now, it would have been announced that he left the group, right? Yeah. Usually, when there's a scandal, they kick them out pretty fast. Mm. Yeah, even if know. you have to wait a bit, that's a long time to wait. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that they're just waiting until... Uh, I don't know, people forget, I guess, and then he'll be back. Or maybe they were like, oh, you know, we, you know what, we might as well just wait until the Super M come back to make yeah, it even maybe. bigger because he's also I back. So. <laughs> I don't know, I really hope so too. Um, my next wish is that NMix have an actual good title song. <laughs> That's a good wish. <laughs> yeah, like finally that these girls have a good title song. Yeah. And my last wish is, you kind of already um, talked about that a little bit. I hope Stacy have a really great mm. comeback that people really appreciate. Yeah. And that they will um, be up there again um, with Ive and the Seraphim mm -hmm. and Eugene's when people talk about popular girl groups. Yeah, I, I can absolutely agree with that too. Um, and my last wish is that Extraordinary Heroes... Stick with the rock sound and don't try something stupid like actually we're not a band anymore and obviously that they have really great music next year. I don't I don't think you have to worry about that. I don't think so, but just to just to be sure I'll yeah. I'll put it out there in the universe that I want okay. that. <laughs> just to make sure. Yes. Okay, well let's hope all our wishes come true and all our positive predictions come true <laughs> yes and next year i guess we'll we'll we can go through them and see what yes came okay. true <laughs> but it should be an exciting year either way yeah yeah absolutely i i'm pretty confident that 2023 will be a good keep up here again yes So thank you so much for listening again and thank you so much for being with us for most of last year reviewing music with us every month. We hope that you will stick with us throughout this year and that you'll discover great songs with us every month again. And we'll try to do a lot of 
interesting special episodes. Yes, we have good <laughs> plans for this year. Yes. So don't forget to follow us. We highly recommend that you follow us on Instagram at Cape Opinions Podcast, where you can get all the updates about our episodes. And also we do daily recommendations. And you can also follow us on TikTok at the same handle at Cape Opinions Podcast. So to a really great year filled with great music. Bye. Bye.